Welcome to Lady BizWiz, where we help you focus, execute, and get results as you take your business from concept to market. Today we'll hear part two of a conversation with Liesl Weber of Web Ventures. Liesl is a coach, speaker, and social media expert who helps her clients build their brand and find their audience by telling their stories in a real and vulnerable way. In this episode, Liesl talks about the difference between content on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, and how to best use all of them to grow your business. Let's listen in now for part two of Tell Your Story. So talk, let's talk about this now, and this is also good. Um, have you seen with, with this storytelling method and strategy that it's actually helping you to convert like literally convert more sales, convert more clients. You've, you've seen success in this. Yeah. I think because what's happening is you're, you're offering exposure to your brand in multiple facets. So, you know, if I am a candle maker and, you know, I do all my photos and my candles, I show it in a store, you know, I sell in a store. There's only so much I can do of like my product branding and marketing. But when I get in there and I'm showing the behind the scenes of what it's, where I work, what's my workspace like, you know, what's my process for making this candle? How do I pick the fragrances? Um, you know, how long are my work hours? How much do I make? What is my actual profit rate on this? How long have I been doing it? What got me into the candle making business? You know, do I have business partners? Am I alone? Do I live alone? Like suddenly my brand has this whole story behind it, which is mass exposure. And there might be a day where, you know, there's a trending reel or like a trending audio or something that I use. That's like, you know, that one of my favorites is, um, I hated my 90, my, I hated my nine to five. So I became an entrepreneur. Now I work 24 seven, you know, <laughs> and it's like, and typically people will use that and they'll right. just show a video of them, like, you know, work in their small business or whatever it is. And like, those are the moments where, you know, you invite people in and you suddenly have their attention in a brand new way. And so absolutely like this is the best way that you can grow your business and grow the exposure side of your business totally for free. All it takes is vulnerability and you being willing to risk trying something brand new, showing your business from a new angle. Wow. So tell me about how, like, what are some, aside from the strategy, so you, do you do this for yourself or your own coaching business as far as, do you have a, do you have a weekly posting schedule that you follow? Honestly, I am helping so many clients right now that I'm, I don't market like my consulting at the moment because I keep picking up these clients as I'm going. And so that's kind of my business is kind of self-sustaining right now. But, um, I am, I have toyed with, as I get ready to launch, it keeps like, I keep picking up business, but launching my own coaching in this field of like launching on social media and that kind of thing. But absolutely. I mean, it's not hard. We just have to be organized enough. And I tell entrepreneurs, like just set aside a window a month. It doesn't even have to be a weekly, a daily grind. If you were to just set aside like a Saturday morning or some kind of two hour block or something to do a deep work session on your content and think through. And if you're like, I'm not creative, I can't do this alone. Get someone who's around your business or knows you or whatever it is. Google, go online. There are so many resources out there of just fun ideas of how to showcase your small business or how to showcase your consulting or your coaching or whatever it is. Right. You, you talked about being stuck and we, we, we kind of talk a lot about this in, in Lady Biz was just the idea of getting stuck, whether it's being stuck and making decisions about our business, whether it's stuck emotionally because we're struggling with self-doubt and wondering if, if we have what it takes to do this. What are some of the ways that you find clients just get stuck in their, in their small business and growing it? 
think the hardest part of entrepreneurship is how isolating it is. And we often journey, you know, we have this idea, we have this passion, we have this thing that we're, we're building, but we're often building it alone. It's and, lonely, right? And, you know, I remember for so many years telling my husband, like, it's like there's no checkpoints. Like, there's no graduating from boom to boom. Like, I can make sales, I can get a client, and I can feel really good about that. But in my own growth as an entrepreneur, in my own business plan, and my own whatever, there's never these moments that are like these clear checkpoints. Like every entrepreneur goes here, here, here. You are journeying off the map, it feels like, in a lot of ways. And often you're doing that by yourself. And the only person who's constantly motivating you and keeping you inspired and whatever is you. And so I feel like that's what I find the most is when you just get around another entrepreneur and you're just, you just start to spark ideas off each other. Often they like come all the way back alive and they're like, oh yeah, I love what I do. I love my business. Like I am really good at this. You know, they start to see themselves in context of what they're doing. Whereas often as an entrepreneur, you're so nose to the ground by yourself. You don't have any mirrors, you know, you can't see what you look like to the rest of the world. You don't know where you fit in terms of the business world or marketing or anything else. You're kind of just on this isolated little island, like trying to make a difference in the world. So I think that's, that's honestly like what I see the most is just that feeling of almost loneliness, isolation, like I'm building alone and I don't know if I'm doing it right. I don't know if I'm doing a good job. Like there's, there isn't that feeling of, you know, marked success on my journey. I remember feeling like that as a, as a young mom, oh you know, gosh. cause my husband was in the military and he would bring home these performance reports. You know, of course he always yeah. got good ones. How nice. You know, he was, yeah. And I was like, you know what, where's my, where's my yeah. performance report? Like totally. there, I just felt like there was no one, Yeah. you know, there was no one giving me that marker that I was on the mm-hmm. right path or I was doing, you know, doing yeah. a good job. And Absolutely. You know, people, older moms would say, look, you know, your reward is coming and, and it does, you know, when they get older, they come back and they're so it's, they're very appreciative for all that you've done. But mm-hmm. when, when they're young and you're just, you know, you're in the thick of it, you feel very, very alone a yeah. lot of times. Yeah. So I, I, I totally. think that's a great point. And Amy brings that up often too, just the, the loneliness of entrepreneurship and how it's so important to have a team of people yeah. around you that can yeah. brainstorm with mm-hmm. you, encourage you, yeah. help you, help you when you get stuck, mm-hmm. whether it's an, an emotional problem or just a business problem, yeah. help you to, to kind of talk it through mm-hmm. and, and pull you out of the funk. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so, so you find that that's really kind of just the, and I, I'm guessing that's what motivates a lot of people to hire a coach in the first place. I need For someone sure. to mirror. I need someone to yeah. give me some checkpoints, some accountability yeah, as I'm totally. moving forward. And if you feel like you're in a place where maybe in your immediate world, you don't have creative entrepreneur or friends around you who could really inspire you. Like I'd encourage you on a free level to go onto Instagram or TikTok or whatever your platform is and find people who could act like a a sounding board who can give you ideas, who will brainstorm. There are so many free resources, even on Instagram alone. I've built into my newsfeed people who are constantly showing me like, this is a trending audio. This is what's hot right now. This is what you can do on your social media this week. Like, and I'm, it's education for me, but it also keeps me fresh in the game. It gives me ideas where I can run dry of ideas sometimes and think like, literally no one wants to see my face anymore. Like, or, you know, I have nothing else to say to people. Like there's only so many times, you know, I run a little red truck company where we do, it's, it's a vintage red truck. It's a photo booth. We do parties, events, weddings, um, mini sessions. And sometimes I'm like, there's only so many angles I can shoot this truck, you know, but again, getting into the story behind, like, where did the truck come from? Why do I do this? You know, you know, even his history and he came with original paperwork. So showcasing, I have to get creative, but keeping 
those resources around me is a game changer where I don't feel quite so isolated and alone. Like I have to conjure up all the best ideas every week, but accessing free resources is a great way to stay connected. And you often find there's kind of these like sub communities that form in those, like, you know, among around those people. So I would love to get just a a list of resources from you too, like a free stuff that, you know, we could put out to our listeners. Cause I know that's, I, I know I, I often do Google searches just even for podcast ideas, you know, but just whatever absolutely. you're doing creatively, sometimes you just run dry yeah, and you need absolutely. to reach out and, and uh, find some help. So, well, is there any, is there any other help that you can offer when it comes to social media marketing? We're talking about story, letting people into your life, letting people into the kind of the behind the scenes. Um, would you, what about, what about social media, uh, venues? What about LinkedIn? I, do you, do you suggest people go that route or you su- suggest they kind of stay in the Instagram lane? Depend, does it depend on what you're doing? What type of business you have? Yeah, probably. I have never worked with anyone who's using LinkedIn. Um, but it, it, in some markets it could be beneficial. Um, I'd really say like, if you are, you know, you've got your business, if you've got your website or whatever, use use that world of Instagram, Facebook. I mean, I feel like it's a different audience on Facebook, but if you're willing to get into TikTok, it is probably the best thing you could do for your small business. All right, let's talk about TikTok. (laughs) Yeah, I I need you to give me- I'm low-key addicted to TikTok. Let's start there. Let's, (laughs) yeah, let's let's go ahead and open that Pandora's box because we need to know. We need to know about TikTok. I'm going to say right off the bat, you, no one listening to this is too old for TikTok. It is not for Gen Z. It is not for 15-year-olds. And it is not a bunch of like naked girls dancing on whatever. There's a lot of stigma behind TikTok. And first of all, it's an algorithm. It is one of the sharpest algorithms out right now, which means that when you start to show TikTok your preferences of what you're interested in, the type of content you want to see, it will send you things that are very specific to your niche, your interests, and that kind of thing. And that will become your newsfeed, which they call your for you page. So they will target you aggressively based on your interests, what you have liked, the things you've commented on. If I swipe past very quickly through something I don't want to see, they won't show me something like that again. It's a very, very smart technology. And with that, things go viral very, very quickly. And there are there's this whole use of um, audios where I can use... Um, essentially like music or someone's voiceover or something, tag it on my video and TikTok will boost it based on everyone who's using that audio, tagging it and that kind of thing. So okay. I'm trying to ba- break it audios, down. Tag, certain audio like pieces are, are trending. Are very, yeah. Okay. And they're very hot and everyone's doing, it's a very, like if you've never been on TikTok before, it's a different subculture than Instagram. Instagram really is like, this is my pretty life. It's a lot more polished. It's a lot more like, put together. People still tell their stories, they're authentic, that kind of thing. But it definitely is more of like a storefront. TikTok is like the chaos behind the scenes. It is welcome to my life. There's the laundry on my couch that I haven't done. It is a raw experience and it's meant to be that. It's meant to be as authentic. And with that, like, um, I mean, it is, it is like, a different set of rules. Like anyone can say anything they want in the comments. There's like hate and love and connection. There's inside jokes on TikTok about other videos and other audios. And, you know, it's a subculture. So you do have to commit a little bit to like learning the new culture of TikTok. And there's a joke right now of a lot of people shifting from Instagram to TikTok and not knowing like how to present their content. Cause it really is different. Like 
it is way more of a raw experience inviting people in. Like, what is the length of TikTok? What's the max You can length? choose. You can do 15 seconds, 30, 60, or three minutes. So that's a new feature this year, the past month or two, where you can actually extend your videos to be three minutes long. Okay. Um, so the so it used to be one minute. One minute was yeah, max. 60 seconds was the whole thing for TikTok. And um, so Instagram Reels right now is still stuck with 60 seconds. But TikTok has expanded to three minutes, which is a, a big deal to a lot of people. You also can do TikTok lives, like how you can do a Facebook, Facebook live, live or right. an Instagram live. So that's a feature as well. But really, you have like two and a half seconds to grab pe- people's attention on TikTok before they swipe past you. And so learning how to do that in a raw, authentic way. But the big thing for TikTok is to be c- consistent, just like every platform, I feel like. But putting out short clips I mean really if you can do like 15 seconds or less like and just come up with a lot of those um but I think what's what's a huge benefit of TikTok is there's so much more creativity because there's all these trending ideas right now of like people will you know right now here's an example if you've seen have you seen Encanto yeah there's a part of Encanto where they're singing um we don't talk about Bruno and um basically um Isabella is singing about like he told me that the man of my dreams would be promised in some, or the life of my dreams would be promised in some, be mine. And someone's like, Mariano's on his way. And anyways, that little segment of like seven seconds is a trending audio right now of someone working and trying to be really productive. And then when it's like, Mariano's on his way. And the next little few seconds is someone coming in to like interrupt them, basically. Ah. That's the whole premise of the inside joke. <laughs> okay. and that is trending like crazy right now and videos who are using that audio and all you have to do is like film yourself doing something like me trying to get all my work done as an entrepreneur and then like you know Starbucks calling my name or whatever walking in and it's just it's people are using humor and pop culture references in a way like never before and as as much as all of that can sound really overwhelming like where do I even start it you don't want to miss this train because it is so so big for marketing right now I mean, giant corporate brands are jumping on TikTok and what they're finding is no one on TikTok wants to see your finished product. They want you to be funny and authentic and joke around. They want these brands. So like, you know, there was this teacher um, several months ago who said, did a TikTok that said, I told my students if we get um, like 100,000 likes, they don't have a test on Friday. We'll watch a movie instead. It literally went so viral. Like the NFL was commenting on it, like all these big football brands. And they bought him a huge flat screen TV for his Friday movie. They got it delivered to the school. And like that whole thing. I mean, the number of brands, like significant, especially sports brands that were on that one, this little teacher's like high school teacher's TikTok. It was insane. But it shows you the power of like, using humor and you just never know honestly what's going to go viral and take off but i think more than ever small businesses accessing this new network of people who are in the journey with you and they want to see you on your good day your bad day they want to watch you make your product or form your content or do your podcast they want to be in on it and tiktok is the best way to be behind the scenes because no one expects a finished product like if i put a beautiful photo of me all done or whatever People would be like, fake, go to Instagram. That's what they would tell me. They'd be like, girl, you're on the wrong platform. If I was like me getting ready and I did a little second being of like, I've never known how to put on mascara. Like, and here I am about to go consult a client, whatever. I feel like such, does anyone else ever struggle with imposter syndrome? Like that would be a huge success. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So it's again, like 
It's the most raw, authentic version of you. And the beautiful thing is that like in that, you really do find really, really nice people who are there to cheer you on and champion you and all those things. So like not a lot of people know this, but I have a dreadlock TikTok where I just talk about I'm a white girl with dreadlocks. And uh, this is my second time having dreads. Collectively, I've had dreads for uh, six years. And, um, you know, getting on and talking about like how I maintain my dreads and how I wash them and how I add jewelry or how I style them, you know, how I use scarves or the reactions I get, why I have dreadlocks. Like it's totally not for business purposes. Like it's just me showing up to the world being like, this is who I am. And I had a video once where I used to wear dreadlock extensions and I kind of like, I don't remember why I was filming, but, um, I started showing like man, these aren't even staying. Like I'm done with extensions and I feel myself taking them out. Well, it got, it currently has like 56,000 views on TikTok and all these comments. And people were fascinated by the fact that people wear extensions in their dress and it's not real. And so it kind of got me thinking like, I wonder if anyone would ever care about like how, like my hair, you know, and like me talking about it and stuff. And so I have this little community now of people who like show up and they're like, Hey, will you teach me how to wash my dreads? Will you teach me how to maintain? Like, how do I use crochet hooks? Like what, you know, extensions have you bought before? You know, what products do you like? But that's the power of like, and here's the thing. When you find your audience, when you do like authentically find your audience, not even like something went viral and now all these people think I'm cool. But like when I build an organic audience who really, really love me, they're going to love every part of me, which means they want to know what kind of laptop I use. Like, where'd you get that shirt? What earrings are you wearing? And you could expand this beyond like, I offer people great social media advice to this is where I shop. And in fact, here's my affiliate link for my laptop and my mic stand and my whatever else. Like people want Have you been able to monetize any of that? I haven't tried with that. I mean, in the past I have with teaching and like teacher resources and stuff. Absolutely. Because, you know, you're talking about like, oh, I read this book recently. Amazon's affiliate program is so easy to use, honestly. So can we talk about that too? Like, I, <laughs> that's I need another to, I need day, another that. story. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. I mean, and it's, it's a very easy way, but I mean, it's the power of, it all starts with you as your brand. And so, you know, there's so many resources and tools and affiliate programs and ways to partner now, with brands. When you say affiliate program, you mean when you get a certain number of followers, you can actually be. No, I mean like I make commission off of recommending this product. Oh, okay. so Canva has like an affiliate link. Um, Amazon has a, uh, basically you can be an Amazon affiliate and have like your own storefront where like, these are the outfits that I would recommend and the laptop and the camera and the whatever. And you just make commission every time someone uses your link. But, so you, but anybody can do that. You anyone don't have to can have do a that. You don't have to be following. whatever, nothing. Absolutely. You could wow. start it right now and make money in the next hour. And, but all of these programs exist. Like you can even partner with brands, like, you know, just reaching out to a brand and being like, Hey, I've always loved your microphone and you know, whatever else. But again, I think at the core of it, if no one loves or trusts you, no one's going to ever buy from you. So starting at the beginning with how do I tell my story, show people who I am and create buy-in from an audience that's authentic. Like I'm letting them into who I am and then slowly allowing that to evolve and overflow. This is great. Well, we definitely will have you back to talk about the affiliate links because I think there's a lot of people who want to know, including myself, more about monetizing Mm -hmm. on social media. And there's so much, I'm sure there's so much that's new out there that, that a lot of us constantly changing. Yeah. Need to be um, updated on. So 
Thank you so much for your time today. This has been a great talk. Um, I, if anyone has any questions for Liesl, I'm going to uh, put her information in the notes for today. And we'll also include some of the free resources that you yeah. mentioned mm-hmm. um, for, for good I- creative ideas on building your brand and telling your story. Um, this has been a great talk. We will follow up for sure. Again, if you have any questions, it's questions at ladybizwiz.com. We thank you so much for tuning in today. Have a great one. We'll see you next time. Thanks so much. Thank you.